So here we are then up at Tower Colliery here on the Rikos Mountain for the grand opening of Zip World Tower. And Julie, please say I'm joined by the commercial director of Zip World, uh, Andrew Hudson. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm really well. I'm even better to see you guys on site. <laughs> I think you said that to every media company. Well, I might have. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andrew, it must be an exciting day for you at Zip World. Uh, it's an incredibly proud moment now, especially the, the sun's come out for us as well. But I think all, all I think all the team here that have put a lot of hard work into it. This is this is a great day. Yeah. yeah so it's beautiful, gorgeous, blue sky and sunshine. I, I was relying on being informed that this is, it's like this all the time. So. <laughs> don't be fooled, don't, be, don't believe the hype, I think is the way to say. I think across the sector for Wales, I think every visitor attraction that are opening up today will probably have, feel, feel quite similar. There's a lot of pent up demand, there's a lot of excitement. Staff have returned off furlough to work again, so it's a great day. There's a lot of barriers to market, which mm. when you're going over five different people's land, you've got flyover rights to consider. You've got the building of the actual attraction isn't the difficulty, it's all the lease agreements wow. and things like that that are in place. Um, so today is very much a culmination of all that hard work, all of that effort from all the Zipwell team. The Ronda Kalantafta Council have been great partners to help us and the community have just loved this development and the, the behind us. That's how we feel anyway, it's great. So what's the stats then about Zipwell? How, how fast is this thing going to okay. go? Get, getting up to 70 miles an hour, definitely. We actually had to see you because had you been headfirst like the one in North Road, you'd be going too fast. Wow. The incline is very, very steep. Yeah. So it's the steepest and fastest sea to zip line in the world. Because you've got another site up in the Snowdonia National Park. That's right. What, what's the difference between the two then? So you mentioned one is just like you're lying down, almost yeah, flying. You're kind of like a Superman style. Yeah. So you're headfirst, flying down the zip line, maybe up to 100 miles an hour. This is more about the environment that you're, you're actually in. Mm. The Rigos Mountains taking in this view in a seated position, going very fast but going over a big body of water as well, which is pretty cool. And then the second zip line, you'd be going through essentially a forest, so you get the ground rush of the trees, wow, across, okay. which you don't get in North Wales, so it's quite a unique experience here. <laughs> you haven't seen the one at the back yet that's even higher, so that's what you're seeing. This is where people finish, so it's it, around about an hour and a half experience. Wow, that's incredible. What made you choose Tower Colliery and, and why this site in particular? Topography is a big factor. Mm. It, has it got high mountains? <laughs> yeah. Can we actually build here? The Tower Colliery Board was so wanting this to happen. Mm. This, this site could have been many things, couldn't it? They wanted to create a legacy, they wanted to create jobs. Phoenix is very much the name of this zipline and the reason for it, this is the next phase in this site's rebirth. Yeah. So to have a visitor attraction here, to be able to draw people's attention to that pit head that's behind us, the culture here, the history, the long history that goes back a long, long time. I think that's what the Tower Colliery really excited about. Leaving that long lasting legacy, right. isn't it? Wherever else have you heard of 500 plus miners buying out their own? I know, it's an incredible yeah, story, isn't it? I, I think that's incredible. Mm. Incredible entrepreneurism. And even now, seeing Tyrone when he comes to site and he's still so energetic, he's, he, he's in a magical place. He thinks this is an amazing development <laughs> and we share, we share his enthusiasm. Has he been on it? He's not, but he's building himself up. Is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talked about the zipline a little bit, Andrew, but also as well, we've got the roller coaster. Uh, is it a roller coaster or such, well, or is it? We, we call it the tower coaster. It's quite different than a roller coaster. It, it will be up to a 25, 30 miles an hour experience. You'll be able to sit side by side on a car. The car itself, I guess, is like a Mad Max type style, <laughs> is probably the best way to describe it. It's very much industrial look and feel, but you'll be able to go around a 1.1 kilometre track at speed, flying past the pit head. Great experience. 
GTFM. Okay, so welcome back to Tower Colliery. We're still up here at Zip World Tower um, at the Rikos Mountain. Um, we're still waitingly anticipating to go on it. I'm, I'm starting to look a bit nervous because I'm looking at it and it's, uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit fast. But I'm glad to be joined by two former employees of the Tower Colliery. I've got Les and Jan with me. Uh, who Les used to be a miner 40 years, I believe, up here, was it? Yes, I worked here, worked here since since 1968. Wow, gosh! And what was your experience like up here? Oh, enjoyed enjoyed every minute. Mind you, mind you, we had some hard times, some hard, you know, some hard work. But overall, you know, the camaraderie, camaraderie we all men, it was brilliant. Yeah, I bet. And and Tower Colliery is just steeped in history, and especially with yeah all the miners clumping together to buy out uh, the the colliery itself from the UK government. That must have been a proud moment as well. It was indeed. It was um, it was a bit the best the best investment that I ever made, and uh, I'm just glad that it worked out. It was brilliant. You know, the day that we marched back back in here. Mm, fantastic. Brilliant. Yeah. And Jan used to work here as well, I believe, in the canteen. Yes, I did. What was that like? Oh, it was fabulous. I loved it. Yeah. What was the what was the the favourite food? What was on the menu all the time? Uh, <coughs> chips <laughs> and sausage. No, curry and fish. Curry and fish day on Friday. Fantastic. Um, so what does it mean then for an attraction like Zip World for you as former employees? It must feel quite special that it's now being repurposed and the legacy of Tower is still uh, going on really for, for future generations. That's right. I think the legacy of Tower now through Zip World, what the men, what the men done in, in purchase in the pit, the legacy now will live on for, for years and years with Zip World. Yeah, no, absolutely. It is, it is, and I, I, I suppose um, it, it, keeping that legacy going is is vitally important. And it could have been anything this site, really, but for it to be an attraction where um, young people and, and multi, many people from outside of the area can come and enjoy the surroundings that you spent so much of your lives working in. That's right. Um, and just wish wish Zipburn to go from strength to strength. Fantastic. Have you been on it yet? Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> you look a bit of trepidation there. Are you going to go on it, Jan? Yes, I might as well. Yeah, why not? Isn't it? <laughs> well, Jan and Les, thanks very much for joining us on GTFM Thank this you. morning. And uh, yeah, we wish you all the very best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. GTFM. So, welcome back to Tower Colliery. We're still here up at Zip World Tower. Uh, really getting exciting now. Me and Gavard, probably around about half hour maybe going down this zip line it's going to be uh, hairy scary but we're really looking forward to it but i'm pleased to say i'm joined by another guest uh this morning um we've got wayne thomas who used to be a former employee at tower colliery and one of the original shareholders who bought out the colliery from the uk government wayne good morning good morning so your background then wayne uh, you you started um here in 1981 i think you said I started here in uh, 1988. I started in the coal mining industry in 1976. Transferred here because my pit had closed. Uh, we came here in 1988, 110 of us. Uh, the pit about 30 miles away. Uh, we worked then, of course, um, till 94, until um, March 94 when they closed the colliery. And then we were lucky to be one of the ones, 239 people, to put 8,000 pounds in to buy the colliery itself. Um, so I've been working underground as a coal miner for 20 years. Wow, that's incredible. And, and what's, what's, the, what's your, the 
most vivid memory you had of your time working here at Tower? I think um, yeah, that there's a number of really good memories of course and unfortunately there's quite a few sad memories as well mm. of course. Um, we all know about the, 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 the sad side of coal mining um, but yeah it was a really harsh physically tough environment to work but you work with some of the best people on earth. Um, um, even though I met them in 88 of course we're still friends with them and even though we don't see each other for many years when you do see each other uh, we still have an annual reunion in Tower Corrie in Merthyr Tidville uh, about 600 of us get together some of the older men I'm 61 and they still look at me as a mere whippersnapper <laughs> um, but it's fabulous it was fabulous but yeah some memories wonderful tough times um, tough working conditions uh, the camaraderie within the union within the workplace fabulous um, yeah summertime you'd come up here you know um, depending what shifts you were sometimes you'd go down on the ground in the morning come up it'd be dark but sometimes then of course you'd come up uh, for the afternoon shift and the views from here as we can see today fabulous you know yeah stunning the, 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 we've, we've picked a great day to open a, a zip line for the views up here um so uh, as part of that group who um put in the eight thousand pound into shareholding and such like that that must have been a, quite a risk at the time um and and you know working with uh, tyrone who led uh, that what was that experience like i mean it must have brought you all together and there's a lot of determination i take it in the group well, if you put in a context where there certainly was a lot of determination, but if you look in the context, we came across in 88, as I've said, and obviously colleagues of mine came from other colonies, similar situation, young men, young families wanted to remain in, uh, in employment, of course. Um, we all knew that, you know, the industry was closing gradually, etc. But if you can put the context where you look across to Abertillery, for instance, mm. in the east, and look at Kedwelly in the west of Wales, Eberville, that was the catchment area for the workforce in Tower Collie. Wow. So we were a young workforce, we wanted work, we were in the fight for it. Yeah. So that was the enthusiasm, that was the, 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 the link, if you like. We wanted to work, and I think the obvious thing for us was, as coal miners, we knew the investment had gone into Tower Collie before closure. We knew what coal reserves were left in the quarry, and we knew damn well we could do that. So that was, for me, was the driver. We knew we could do it. We knew the kit was there, and the answer was, why the hell can't we do it? Yeah, absolutely, and that, that was very much stated from the outset, wasn't it? But there was plenty of reserves left in the coal pit uh, as the, the government took that stance. Uh, absolutely, you know, and we know, you know, without going sort of too politically, too, too, <laughs> too deep, so to speak, yeah, the politics at the time was a, well, it normally is a dirty game, of course, but at the time it was really, really vicious because it meant uh, myself and others losing their jobs. Some have lost their families because of it, some lost their houses and all, you know, all, this, all the sad stuff, of course. But the reality was, it was a case of, right, what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? And I think that, that, that bitterness was felt against these people. I think that as well gave us that booster, gave us the, the main reason for doing it because we felt... It was an attack on our industry, mm. it was an attack on the union for obvious reasons, but it, it was also an attack on us personally. They were telling us that, you know, yeah, forget it, we don't need the skills anymore, there was need for, no need for this product and all the rest of it. But for me, I get great pleasure in telling some people that I remember telling me it would never work. Yeah. It's a pie in the sky, it's not real. How the heck can a bunch of coal miners buy a company, let alone run it profitably? Um, we proved them wrong. Um, I was one of the first branch secretaries of the union to be elected under privatisation, of course. All right, okay. And my colleague, Glyn Roberts, 
I was elected as the chairman of the union. One of the first difficulties we came across was making sure that the shareholders' discussions and ethos stayed outside the colliery gates. Mm. When we came into the colliery, you had to come in as an employee and as a trade union member. You had to respect the structure in the coal mine, otherwise you could jeopardise safety. And that's one thing we couldn't do in the coal mine. And mm. I'm glad we bought it. Um, first year, I think the turnover was £23 million. Wow. We worked it for 13 years, as you know, <laughs> yep. produced six million tons of coal. So I go back now and again and revisit the statements made by these conservative politicians just to say, are you quite sure you're talking about the same government? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a remarkable story that lies behind Tower Colliery. What does it mean to you, Wayne, now um, with an attraction such as Zip World being here now? Um, that I, I feel that the legacy for Tower just continues and it get, with that being repurposed, it must mean a lot to you as a shareholder. I think it means an awful lot to, to myself and I think each and every shareholder. Um, this is stuff our dreams are made of, it really, really is, because when you look at it now, and if you think back at the time we bought the colliery, we were looking at, at the time of course, not a short term, but we were looking at the, to secure it then and then and then. Mm. Our future would have been mining as long as we could, we knew that would come to an end at some point in time, and the closer that was coming to the end, of course, discussions were had what is the next phase you know obviously the last phase was the open cast side the, the surface mining that's complete now of course and this is the third phase and this is the the last phase if you like of tower calling or a, a different phase shall i say nobody ever envisaged that zip wire zip world or a project of this scale would come down here we always thought and spoke of what would be best for the economy local economy we're sitting in one of the most deprived areas in the uk mm. or former coal mining area We've seen the effect of COVID on it. So for us to have zip wire, zip rule coming down here, it's absolutely fabulous. We know the difference they made in Blind Two hundred and fifty million pounds into the economy over yeah. a ten-year period. If we get anywhere near that in these valleys, it'll be absolute it would be stuff what dreams are made of. Yeah, fantastic. And it also gives an opportunity for the next generation as well to actually come and visit Tower Colliery and, and learn about the history and just to see the sites and especially the, the iconic pit head, uh, as we can see just behind the main building here. That must be another kind of a, a big win for you guys as well as part of the shareholding team. Oh, it really is, you know, and it's, it's, it's as you've said, it's, it's tying the old legacy of the industry, if you like, with the, with the famous headgear, as you said, which is, once you see it, it's very powerful image, mm. of course. Tying that into a modern vision such as Zip Wire, Zip World, pulling people on the site, no, no link to coal mining at all, from coal mining areas of course, but if we can see some of the stuff experienced by our people over the years, I think we've, we've done a good job. But it's, it's going to be um, fabulous in so many ways, it really is. We're looking at the old Baths block, for instance, uh, a, a red brick building, the, the winding house, exactly the same industrial buildings. We're hoping to transform them as well as the headgear. So in years to come, people will see, come on site and see, right, okay, let's have a look at a good story from the old mining legacy to where we are now. And I think there's a real good story, a powerful story to tell. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and will you be looking at something similar like they did up at Big Pit, where you might be able, like, be able to open like a museum here or, um, you know, for people to experience what it was like to be in the coal mining industry during that time? I think we have to be um, realistic and careful at the same time, you know. I think everybody would like to tell their story, so to speak. Mm. One thing is, is certain, you know, the, the big pet experience is fabulous, unique, and we've signposted thousands of people through there over the years. I don't think we would try, and I don't think we'd need to try and compete with big pit, 
we could certainly put a sort of a, a storytelling platform or a museum or whatever you want to call it some sort of a history area in this, in yeah. this site and it's really really important we get the tower colliery story across the buyout and leading to this of course but i think we've got to be really careful where we are realistic as well the headgear needs re restoring certainly we've got the engine house again former industrial building with really heavy duty machinery you don't see in this day and age so we could put something there that could complement big pit and we could possibly have a a mining tour, if you like, a mining experience yeah. in different places. So I certainly think there's a lot of work to be done. We would certainly enhance the site and we would certainly be able to tell the mining story, in particular the tower story within those buildings. Yeah, and I, I must admit personally, I do love reading about the stories that went on within the mining industry um, during all that time, and especially when you go to, I mean, Big Pit is, is absolutely fantastic. Just to finish then, Wayne, have you been on it yet? Have, have you, have you, are you deciding to go on it, or what's, what's your plan? <laughs> I, I had the pleasure last week of going on it. I was invited up to do an interview <laughs> in Welsh, and um, one of my colleagues didn't turn up for the English interview. So I thought, no, oh, where's this going to go now? So I did the interview in English and they said, well, by the way, there's a slot going free on the zip line this morning. <laughs> so to curtail my excitement for a minute and say, oh, go on, I But honestly, it was fabulous. The weather was fine. The view from there, the escarpment is beautiful. Honestly, now, um, I've not been on the one in uh, North Wales yet, even though I'd like to go on that. This one is a sitting down experience. When you come off the escarpment, the view over the fin, is beautiful. And you look across the beacons and the Tenevan, Penavan, um, you, you can't express it. It's simply, it really is fabulous. Never thought I'd see anything like it in South Wales. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Wayne, thank you very much for spending time with us this morning. Really do appreciate that. Um, and all the best for the future. It's great to talk to you. Thanks for the Thank you. Thank you.